0: Welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, where we listen to cool music, electronic tunes, synthwave, chiptune, all sorts of stuff, man. We listen to all sorts of stuff here, and it's great. And listen, today, uh, the next few weeks are going to be sort of uh, Beyond Synth light episodes, because I have a big A job, a big A job, a big A job. What? A big job. I have a big job. What is a big A job? See, when I say big A job, I see it as like B I G E with like an accent over it, like French, like big A, but then I, now it just sounds like big gay job. What would a big gay job be? Is that something I'm even allowed to speculate about without being offensive? So the point is I have a big job, big gay job, uh, that I have to do, and so the next few weeks I'm not going to have as much time to put together the shows, but I still wanted to make sure that uh, we had some shows to listen to. So these are going to be just music-heavy. Over the past few weeks I've heard a lot of great music that I want to share with you, and I will. So, there won't be any uh, Keeping It 80s or Catching Up with Florence this week, and maybe over the next few weeks I might stagger them. So, maybe next week we'll do Keeping It 80s, and the week after we'll do uh, Catching Up with Florence, just because I don't have time and I don't really want to take a week off so early in the season. That would be crazy. Uh, so, how about this? Let's listen to some music and then we'll take care of some business. I got some letters to read. Some other stuff uh, that we can do to amuse ourselves while I find time out of my busy big gay job to uh, record this big gay podcast. So here's a cool track. This is Lumiere Vive by Satori in Bed off the album Burn the City. Satori in bed with the track Lumiere Vive. And that is a cool song. Uh, of course, Beyond Synth is brought to you by Zencaster for podcasters, okay? So if you're a podcaster or you're thinking of starting a podcast and you want to, you know, record yourself and a friend or have guests on the show, Zencaster is a really great way to do it. I use Zencaster to record all the guest interviews on Beyond Synth. And it's basically a web-based recording platform. So it's really cool because you uh, you sign in and basically you send your guest a link. They click on it. And as long as they're using Chrome or Firefox, it connects you. The sound quality is higher. It's higher quality than Skype. And it automatically records the audio from all the people in the conversation as separate streams. And it just does all that for you. And then it uploads the audio to your Dropbox. And you can edit together a professional sounding podcast. There's even some features where you can actually like uh, have sound effects and background music. And you can actually do it live as you're recording. And then it can, uh, you know, mix it all down for you. So it's a really cool application. And you should check it out. It's called Zencaster. Z E N C-A-S-T-R That's it. I don't know why. <laughs> I should have put the emphasis on the R there. Uh, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R Zencaster. And uh, if you sign up to Zencaster, go to Zencaster.com you can get 20% off if you use the promo code Synth, All one word. Yeah, it's really cool. I highly recommend you do it. So today, I think what I'll do is I've got this big inbox of messages from people and junk email to read. I haven't read any junk emails this season, so uh, maybe if Jeff Harrington will indulge me, I'll read a few of those. But uh, the bottom line is we'll get caught up here, so it'll help me out. Uh, And of course, we'll listen to some cool music along the way. And don't forget also to check out you know that Beyond Synth is on YouTube. I'm posting all the old episodes to youtube and eventually the idea is to have the youtube releases synced up with the soundcloud releases which going at this rate will probably be in two or three months or something like that so i mean i might not put out the youtube ones the exact same day the soundcloud ones go up but it's going to get to the point where it's like pretty much one to one and that way if you prefer to listen to the show uh on youtube you can do that SoundCloud is still sort of the main base to uh, to do that stuff, but YouTube's also good. And that's, uh, that's all I have to say about that. So let's listen to this track here, man. Uh, this is a track by Neon Knox from the album Unfinished Business. And this track is called Dead End. That was Dead End by Neon Knox. Uh, I like that track. It's cool. Of course, uh, Beyond Synth, you know, is, uh, is also brought to you by Retro Revolutions. My old pal Jared. Call him an old pal, but he's a pal. <laughs> How long do you have to know somebody for them to be an old pal? Check out Retro Revolutions. He does cool console mods. He's a, a super electrician dude who can... Uh, Make cool things. Uh, he's making cool things for, uh, you know, people you know, like Marco, who's on this show, and Calex, who I've had on the show before, and he's also got some exciting things lined up for some, some pretty cool people in the synth wave scene, and... Also, for me, I'm more just like a person in the synthwave scene. But uh, anyway, uh, he does cool things. It's a uh, modding electrician stuff, and he makes cool stuff out of old consoles and does unique uh, designs. And you can check it out on YouTube. Just type in Retro Revolutions. You can also check him out on Twitter at Retro Faith Games. And he is also now on Instagram at retro underscore Revolutions. So go check out his pages, give him a like. He's a good. Uh, sponsor of Beyond Synth and I say, you should support him too, man. Because technically what he's doing is kind of cooler than what's happening here. If you like cool things. Alright, so let's bust open the fucking mailbag. us
1: writing to the show hoping that you know-
0: All right, this is one from uh, Christopher Ryan Albert. When did he send me this? 29.17. Shit. (laughs) I may have read the first part of this email already. This folder is really unorganized, but he sent me this message last year. So... (laughs) Now, this one I might have already read, but I'll just cover it again. And then he he had a second part. So he says, Hey, Andy, is there a way we can donate to obtain your various musical recordings? I know some of the songs are available on the Miami Dream Drive night compilation, but I would totally donate money or something to get the others you have made, like your old weird electronic songs or the song with Le Cassette. Thanks for being awesome, man. Uh, thank you for being awesome, Christopher Ryan Albert. Okay, what he's talking about is there have been some times on the show where I've played some of the joke music I've made in the past. And if you've ever heard, there's a few uh, joke synthwave albums that uh, Grooveworthy curated many years ago. Uh, They were called the Miami Dream Drive Night Compilations. And they were mostly uh, synthwave artists at the time just doing jokes, like making really bad electronic music and throwing them on. I made some silly vocal tracks, and uh, that's kind of where they are. So, I'll say, dude, at some point I would like to do that. I feel like I've answered this question before, but... uh, Yes, there, there will be a point in, in the future where I'll I'll try and put all of them into one place and, and maybe it can be a, a way that people can donate money to the show. They can download a, a joke album of uh, ridiculous electronic music and that would be like a, a fun thing to do. So I, I do plan on doing it. I just don't have time to do anything. I don't even have time to fucking do this show this week. I don't even know how the hell I'm doing this now, but uh, I, I will think about it. He continues and says, uh, Neon Nightman is one of his favorites, and that Lucassette song is great. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, the song I wrote with uh, with Joe Wood from Lucassette called uh, It's Titty Time Tonight was a fun track, man. Um, he also says, P.S., junk emails are great, and never get rid of that segment, please, as long as you have them. All right, buddy, well, today you're going to get your wish, because um, I have a folder full of junk emails that people have been sending to me, and so I'm finally going to read some of those. All right, so thanks for sending in that message. Christopher Ryan Albert, let's listen to a track. This is by Robots with Ray Guns from his album Wild Style. I was listening to this the other day, and I thought, this is a fun song, so I'm going to play it. This is Nomi Malone know me malone by robots with ray guns uh, off the album wild style the other day i was going through twitter and someone posted that like robots with ray guns was sending people pictures of himself naked that he signed (laughs) he's a funny guy well, I couldn't tell because the way they were holding the picture, their thumb was over the genitals, so I don't know if, like, you actually see the genitals in the photo or whether it's also obscured, like Austin Powers style. But we've all seen robots with ray guns naked, am I right? Anyway, let's uh, let's go to the junk email folder, and I'm only going to play the jingle once because we're going to be pretty much in the junk email and mailbag for the rest of the show. All right. Here we go. So I'm getting these weird spams in my new email box where they're all from this lady called Linda Hines. Like every few days, there's like 10 emails where it just says she's praying for somebody, like she's asking people to pray. And then there was one that was like this this huge chain of people getting mad at her. Like that was the whole email was just this chain of people saying, stop emailing me. And then uh, this one came in just today. Please pray for Mary. Serious congestion for relief slash recovery. Thank you. Is that? Are we seriously praying for people because they have serious congestion? Like, I'm not going to shit on anyone's beliefs, man. We all, you know, we got to do what we got to do to get through life. But if in your estimation, the Lord God has time to worry whether or not fucking Mary is congested. (laughs) Yeah, you know, there's those countries where they fucking got landmines everywhere and they're sitting there sending out people trying to fucking collect them so that more people don't get blown up. But, you know... Mary's got a cold. A cold? What do you gotta fucking pray for congestion? Fucking <laughs> Jesus, go to the 7 Eleven and get some Dristan. Alright, here's one from uh, Rama Secoco. Dear friend, greetings to you! I have a business proposal which I will like to handle with you. The amounts involved is 8.5 million US dollars. This is an abandoned amounts in our bank office here in my country, where I work as a banker by one of our dead. What? Hold on. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a really weird run-on sentence. This is an abandoned amounts in our bank office here in my country, where I work as a banker by one of our dead customers from far Iraq. This is an abandoned amounts in our bank office here in my country, where I work, as a banker by one of our dead customers from far Iraq. I mean, it's the same scam, so I think I know what he's trying to say, but what an odd sentence. He works as a banker by a dead customer. What that <laughs> Like he's just near a corpse? <laughs> I was just like, where do you work? I work by a dead customer. Yeah, he's from Iraq. Is your bank in Iraq? No. Huh. Where is your bank? Haha, I can't say that. All right. Uh, be rest assured that everything is legal and risk-free as I have concluded all the arrangements that will back the transaction up. Kindly indicate your interest as to enable me to tell you more detail of the proposal. Trust me and all will be fine and risk-free. Write me here at, at outlook.com. Waiting for your urgent response, yours faithfully, Mr. Ramasacoco. Well, I mean, this all sounds great to me. And anyone who's that comfortable banking next to a corpse is got to be uh, an okay guy or an insane guy. Either way, 8.5 million U.S. dollars is a lot of money. And the exchange rate right now with Canada, it, that, that'd probably be like nine... Do you think that'd even be like nine and a half million Canadian? Would I get an extra million? Hmm. Let's listen to a song. This is a, this is a track by Natural Phonograph Music. Or would you say phonograph? Phonograph? Phonograph. Phonograph. Anyway, this is a nice song. Uh, It's called Sunset Dreams by Natural Phonograph Music. was natural phonograph music or phonograph phonograph uh with the track sunset dreams and that track is brought to you by my awesome patreon donors if you want to help support the show you can go to patreon.com slash beyond synth and these are all my pals in the 25 dollar club there's chris dance Gregorio Franco Clint Dowling with the 2501 and new $25 donor Joey and Kendra thank you guys for being awesome people I know Joey and Kendra because am I allowed to talk about this is like personal business stuff anyway Kendra emailed me because she wanted to surprise Joey for Christmas and she ordered him a Beyond Synth mug and shirt which you can order too so this is more of a plug for me than it is <laughs> thanking people who have donated to the show. But uh, it was a very nice thing, and I'm not sure if the shirt fit very well. But I'm still waiting for that picture, by the way. Whenever people buy stuff from the Beyond Synth store, like if you order a mug or a shirt, remember, like, I want pictures, I want to have pictures so I can put them up on the site and say, like, here's some Beyond Synth fans, like, wearing the stuff, you know? Or listeners. I don't like the idea of saying there's fans. It makes me sound like an asshole. Listeners. People who listen. Anyway, they seem like nice people, so uh, keep on being cool, guys, and thank you so much for your support of Beyond Synth, and of course, there's uh, my other people with the wacky donations. There's Jacob Wick with the 2288, Frank Skaneke with the 1987. And the lovely Chrysalia Lane. I got worried there because I was... I, I had it sorted by a different way. I clicked on the wrong thing and the Excel spreadsheet went funny. And Chrysalia's name was gone. And I was like, oh, because I like reading her name. <laughs> I feel bad because then I make this personal. So I think people maybe, like, they feel bad if they decide, like, they don't want to donate to the show anymore, which is completely fine. But then, like, you know, since I read their name every week and when, like, a donor uh, goes away and I don't read their name, sometimes I... I'm so ready to read the name because I do them every week and then I'm like, oh, when there's a name missing, I'm kind of like, oh, oh, okay. You don't, you don't love me anymore? <laughs> so for a second there, I had it sorted and Chris Alia's name wasn't in there and I'm like, "But oh, where'd Chris Alia go? <laughs> I just like saying Chris Anyway, that's it. <laughs> okay, so let's listen to some more music. <laughs> What do we got? Oh, wait. Should I read a junk email? I can't tease a song and then not play a song. Uh, What do we got here? This is a track by S.exe or Sexy. This is from the album Shape the Future. This track is Evolution. That was evolution by S. E. X. E. from the album Shape the Future. I like that because it's cool, and that of course was uh, brought to you by my lovely ten-dollar Pattersons. The king of which is uh, Fraser Davidson because he uh, he donates ten dollars and one cent, which is actually one point four cents Canadian. Uh, and then there's Hexenwork, Digital Dreams, Power Loader, Trevor Resnick, Poly Digital, and Elias Garnier. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for your support of Beyond Simp. Let's read another fucking junk email. Dear friend, let me start by introducing myself. My name is Dinesh Sharma. I am a bank manager working with Citibank here in Dubai. I write to contact you over a very important business transaction, which will be of our interest and benefit to both families. Am in need of a foreign partner. <laughs> All right, so he spelled foreign, F-O-R-E-N, and partner. A foreign partner in 2011. One man. Whose surname is same as yours, and has your country in his file as his place of origin, made a fixed deposit for 36 months, valued at 37 million... Whoa! 30... 30... That's the most, is that the most? Thirty-two million seven hundred thousand. It's a lot of money. <laughs> what the, when I say whoa... <laughs> I literally just said whoa there as if I'm talking about real money. (laughs) This is the danger of spending too much time on the internet, is that you like, this stuff becomes real, and it's like, this is not real. I was his account officer before I rose to the position of managing director. The maturity date of this deposit contract was 22nd of August 2014. Sadly, he was among the death victims in the January 1st, 2012 earthquake in Izu Islands, Japan. Japan, that killed many people while he was there on business trip. Death victims. (laughs) Since the first quarter of 2013 until today, the management of my bank has been finding means to reach him, so as to ascertain if he will roll over the deposit or have the contract sum withdrawn. I suppose being a death victim, he's probably pretty hard to contact. Maybe they should have a fucking seance over there at Citibank. (laughs) Fuck... Look, we, we, we got a problem here at Citibank. I, people keep. <laughs> people keep coming here, depositing <laughs> tens of millions of dollars, and then instantly go and get killed. it doesn't matter where they're from like we got a problem here at our bank because our clientele seem to be a bunch of really fucking uh, thrill seekers or something because they all end up dying and then they leave all of this money in the bank and then we can't fucking contact them and it's it's insane to me but like that's what sort of business model is this? I swear, I've gotten like 50 of these from Citibank, and it's always like, some dude donated fucking, donated, put in tens of millions of dollars, and then he blew up on a landmine, and it's just like, oh, fuck. How many is that? Like, you think after a while, this bank would get bored, you know what I mean? Like, they get another letter just like, oh, you know the Pearson account? Oh, yeah, man, how's he doing? Hey, he stepped on a fucking landmine. Oh, yeah, that's like the fifth guy this week. It's like who are these people? Like they have millions of dollars. They ever just think to just buy a house and just live in it? They're just sitting there like, what are you gonna do with your money, honey? Well, now that I've made my fortune, dear, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's vitally important that <laughs> that I start jumping on landmines because anyway. But look, I don't understand this. I like I just love that that's like the scenario in all of these stories. And somehow there's always this one dude in the bank who knows that everyone's dead, but the bank doesn't know. So I'm thinking this is like a murder she wrote situation Where this fucking Dinesh Sharma is just running around Blowing people away It's like yeah man I'd like to make a deposit for like 8 million Like oh sweet sweet Uh where do you live Oh yeah I'm just, uh, just down there oh sweet sweet And then the next thing like fucking Dinesh Is just sitting there like fucking planting landmines In the dude's garden <laughs> I cannot wait to To write random emails To people to share in this cash. <laughs> That's how Dinesh talks some directors here have been trying to find out from me the information about this account and the owner, but I have kept it closed because I know that if they become aware of his late, they will take the funds for themselves. Okay, what sort of bank are you running where some dude can literally have, like, a fucking $32 million account and then he's allowed to just withhold information? Yeah, hey, Jim, uh, you got the uh, the information on the the Peterson account? Yeah, you can't have it. Yep, fair enough. <laughs> Hey, idiot, this is my bank. (laughs) Hey, Hey, Dinesh, like, you're just a fucking manager here. Anyway, therefore, I am seeking your cooperation to present you as the one benefit from his fund at his death, since you have the same surname name, since you have the same surname name. So that my bank will pay the funds to you. I have done enough inside bank arrangement and you only have to put in your details into the information network in the bank computers and reflect you as his next of kin. If you concur with this proposal, I intend for you to retain 50% of the funds, while 50% shall be for me. I will send you the details of this transaction as soon as I receive your response. Best regards, Mr. Dinesh Sharma, Citibank of Dubai. Well, Dinesh Sharma, good luck to you. Let's listen to another track. This is uh, Jimmy Synthetic. i played uh, tracks of his on the show before. He's cool. He's got an album called Swarms of the Damned. And this is the house, the old house on the hill. And that was the old house on the hill by jimmy synthetic off the album swarms of the damned and we're just here reading junk emails today and letters just to pass the time and of course uh, that track was brought to you by my lovely uh, patreon patterson's who donate uh, 10 bucks a month there's murat playmaker media mike shima ashley keegan greg smith fucking slunks Joshua Evison, Will Lowe, Winfield, and Colin Bennett. Thank you guys uh, so much for donating to the show. And as I mentioned before, you want to help out Beyond Synth, man. Keep the show coming out on a regular basis. Just go to patreon.com slash Synth. Every amount helps. Big amounts help more. All right, let's read another junk email. (laughs) Who sent me this one? Chris Tyrell sent me this one. So I actually have a few people sending me junk emails. It's not just Jeff Harrington. Dearest, I am hum... This is all in capital letters, by the way. Dearest, I am humbly writing to you for assistance since we cannot see each other face to face. For the fact of contacting you will be sufficient for me, but excuse me for confiding in you, hence the assurances of your responsibility. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sincerely, Shakespeare. (laughs) Shakespeare. What the fuck kind of... Listen to the wording. I am humbly writing to... <laughs> I found 50 million dollars, but I can only write in iambic pentameter. Okay, maybe I should read this with like a fake accent. I shall be delighted if you could grant me assistance. In brief, my name is Elizabeth Togla. I am the only daughter. She spelled it funny. She spelled it like doe. ...of late Mr. Lake Togla, a cocoa merchant here in West Africa. I am Togalise and I am 20 years of age. My father and my mother died in auto crash in 2006. Presently, I ma staying with my uncle, whom I believe does not want me alive because of my father's property. Yeah, that's gotta be a fucked up situation. I inherited the sum of 8.5 million US dollars, which my parent deposited in bank here. Your dad made 8.5 million dollars in Africa as a cocoa merchant? <laughs> What, is fucking cocoa gold over there? <laughs> Can you imagine, like, the fucking North American equivalent of that? Just like, yo, man, I got $10 million, man. I got it in the bag. I got I to gotta store it at your house, dude. I got to store it at your house, man. My uncle's after me. This is my dad's money. It's like, what'd your dad do again? Oh, yeah, he's a hot dog vendor. He <laughs> he charges, like, 200 bucks a dog. He's a <laughs> <laughs> fucking cocoa merchant. She also spelt it cocoa merchant, but whatever. Hey, maybe I'm the asshole here. Maybe a cocoa Marchant is a completely different thing. My uncle has seized all my father property, all because I am female and they said I have no right over my father's property. I am currently out of school because they are bent to make sure I do not succeed. During the accident that took the life of my parent, my father died at sport while my mother died four days later. During the accident that took the life of my parent, my father died at sport. I died at sport I don't I don't know what that even means I guess they didn't say necessarily that they were in the car maybe her father was like playing cricket or something do they play cricket in Africa he's off playing cricket and then this this car just like flew off the road and like ran into him <laughs> how did he die he died as he lived at sport <laughs> <laughs> this car just flies over and crushes him. Fucking... <laughs> oh no, the cocoa merchant is dead. <laughs> Who's gonna march in the cocoa now? My father died at sport, while my mother died four days later. Before my mother last breathing, she made it known to me that my father have a fixed deposit of eight point five million dollars in a bank here in our country. She told me where all the documents is, which I let her confirmed. since then I am compterplating and afraid of whom I will involve to help me move the inversed the money in a fruitful way. <laughs> hey man, I've read a lot of these before, I've never been challenged to inverse the money in a fruitful way, so this is good. Maybe if we can combine this fruit with some fucking cocoa, we can have a real business going. I am afraid because what is happening in the world today, but now I am not comfortable communicating with you here because of my security reason. Please, I want you to respond to me directly on my personal email address, which is elizabetogla at yahoo.com. I will explain more to you as soon as I receive your response. Remain (laughs) blessed. Well, I feel that, you know, this is a pretty sympathetic story coming from the daughter of a Cocoa merchant, and uh, I'm afraid it's, you know, it's... Listen, there are a lot of horrible ways to die, but if you're at sport, I mean, at least you're kind of... It's like dying in your sleep, you know, like you don't expect to die at sport, so... In some ways, he was let off easy. Plus, it's really opened my eyes to just how lucrative the fucking cocoa Marchant business is, because I didn't know that was even a thing. Anyway, let's listen to a track. This is uh, The Goondock Saint, and uh, he's got a track here that's cool. This is Necromancer by The Goondock Saint. That was the Goondock Saints with the track Necromancer. That is, of course, brought to you by my lovely $5 Pattersons. There's Ethan Hennings, the king of the $5 Pattersons with the 501. There's also Polar Wildcat Studios. That's actually a 617. So maybe he's even the king of Ethan Hennings. Then, of course, there's City Bat. That's new. Hello, City Bat. Thanks for uh, donating to Beyond Synth, man. You're a cool bat. Guy. You're a cool guy. City Bat. City Bat. City underscore bat. <laughs> See how I can just extend nothing? That's the brilliance of uh, of radio. If you just repeat the words over and over again. City bat. What does that remind me of when I say that word? City bat. Cat. I'm a kitty cat. Oh, that's what it reminds me of. Okay. Fucking dumb internet video. Uh, City bat. Thank you very much for your support. And then, of course, there's Christopher Albert. Hey, I know you because I just read your letter earlier. Thanks, buddy. And there's Daniel Dexias, Star Nomad, Michelle Vasquez, Tim Ross, and Neon Knox. Hey, I played a Neon Knox song. Look at this. This show is all coming together. Anyway, let's read some more uh, junk emails. Oh, this was a good one. This was from like a chain of letters. So remember how before I read you that letter from that lady who was asking me to pray because that lady was congested? So there was this other one where my spam emails are now they're different where it's like part of a chain and you see all the people replying to the spam email. So now it's like, so literally this message was one dude saying, please remove me from your spam email list. You are disrupting my work. And that was from Oscar. And then underneath from Nguyen, Hu Vu Than, please remove me. And then from Jack Cambridge, please stop this spam email. Thank you. All capital letters. And then from Ann K. Hunesk, Please keep me in this list. I want to see how Huey makes money from his stupid internet spamming jobs. And I want to see how he explains to her daughter the way he is bothering people. Huey, you're an idiot. Borning in Vietnam does not mean you have to be a cow on the internet. (laughs) I love this because there's some weird racism going on that I don't understand. You know when you just don't get it? Because people are so foolish. Like, you know when, like, racist people, they've got these weird beliefs, and sometimes there's these weird cultural racist things that, like, you don't know because you don't live there. So we know the big ones in North America, right? I mean, like, you know, there's there's the big ones, right? But then you'll find out, like, you know, you'll go to Thailand and find out they're racist against the people from Malaysia or something, and then you just like, what? Like, that's a thing? So, like, I love Anne K Cahoon is racist against Vietnam people. So what does Vietnam have to do with cows? Is that a slur? Borning in Vietnam doesn't mean you have to be a cow on internet. What does that mean? <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, if anyone knows what that means, let me know. Um, for a while there, I was using some like Twitter marketing tools to reach out to people who might be interested in uh, you know the type of music we play on the show. And when you do that, you end up following and and uh, attracting a lot of bots. And this was a message I got from one of these bot accounts. And I, I I, love this thing. Like, you know when robots just write weird random things on the internet and you're just like, what the f- So, I think I was talking to, uh, you know, like a synthwave musician. And I was just saying like, oh, hey, we just played a track from so-and-so. I think it was from like Astral Tales or something. And then Dark Fox eBooks replied, I have no fucking clue about the thing Is we're listening to music and carrying my bag on the toilet. <laughs> I okay. I have no fucking clue about the thing is we're listening to music and carrying my bag on the toilet. This is what's gonna happen when robots take over the world, man. It's this. Carrying my bag on the toilet. Like, what? What does it mean? <laughs> it's not really a junk email so much as it is just like a, what the fuck? I remember when I got that message, I just started laughing my head off. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what did the computer think? Anyway. I know they don't work that way. Look, uh, let's listen to another song, and we'll continue carrying my bag on the toilet, all right? So what do we got? You know, many years ago when I was listening to uh, Dub Mood, it was kind of like chiptune stuff. Uh, this track isn't super chiptune-y, but it's still a cool track, and uh, it features an artist by the name of Misfit Chris, and I'm actually playing part one and part two. So there's a track called Interception on uh, the album Forced to Frap, And it's a song that's like, I think it's divided into two parts, but I'm just going to play both because uh, it all flows together like a nice big song. So this is Interception by Dub Mood featuring Misfit Chris. That was Dub Mood featuring Misfit Chris with the track Interception from the album Forced to Frap. And actually through this, I I listened to some of the tunes by uh, Misfit Chris, which are also pretty good too. And I'll probably play some on the show sometime. Uh, And he kind of makes sort of video game sounding. I I feel like it's like inspired by like PlayStation era games. Um... Although the, the artwork is especially, so maybe that's why my brain does that. I'm pretty simple-minded that way. You know, like, when the artist, you know, the musician has album art that sort of says, here's what my music is, it really does fill in the blanks in terms of, like, the inspirations and stuff like that. Although, to be fair, I have seen some music where they're doing some heavy 80s-inspired, you know, like, neon grid, laser, pink writing uh, artwork, and then you listen to the album, and you're like, fucking, this isn't synth what the fuck is this shit? Anyways, let's read some more junk emails. Oh, oh, and before I do, I should say that uh, that track was brought to you by uh, my awesome $5 Pattersons. There's Jared Glenn, Damian Rudy's, Ross Pentland, Hala, Phil Clothier, Lee McConnell, Zycorax, Brad Neiman, and Face Hugger. And there's an X, it's Face X Hugger, but the X is silent. Alright, so let's uh, read another junk email here. What do we got? Alright, this... (laughs) Okay, this was an Amazon comment I saw. So, I was uh, purchasing... Or I was uh, looking for colored uh, lamps for the Beyond Synth Studio. And uh, it turns out, locally, I can just get the ones I wanted from the hardware store. For many years, I was buying these particular um, LED colored flood lamps. And they only sold them at one of the the big box hardware stores. And then they stopped. And it, it was like a seasonal item. And I'm like, fuck... And then it turned out, I think, that brand just switched to, like, another big box store. Because I guess sometimes these big box stores, they have deals with certain brands and stuff. And so um, I found the lamps I needed, so I didn't need to get them on Amazon. But anyways, I I was looking up red lamps. You know, lights, red lights. And this was the review I read. And it just goes to... There's some people, they write these specific reviews, and you just get this little snippet into their life where you're like, Wow, like this is not what I was expecting. You know, like... You're looking for a review of a product, and you're like, um, Hey, I need to get a soup spoon. And then you'll go on Amazon, and the review will be like, You know, down at the spoon farm, this thing worked great to fucking beat the cattle in line or something. You're like, What? Like, really? Like, this dude's like, that's what soup spoons? Like, I just figured it was for soup, you know? But then it turns out there's this whole other use, and you find out when you read these reviews. So this was a four-star review for this uh, red bulb titled, Brighter Than Expected. Way brighter than I expected. I purchased this to use as a light for viewing the nighttime behaviors of a very shy hamster. (laughs) And And this illuminates my entire bedroom in a vibrant red light. That said, it does do the job. The light is pure red, which most rodents cannot see, so it does not disturb him. The other reviewers kept saying it was very dim and a good reading light, so I was expecting it to be more like a nightlight brightness, which isn't as bright as the typical white bulb. It's not something I would be able to sleep with it on. We'll probably purchase a dimmer so I can use it as intended. Other than that, love it. Now look, I purchased this to use as a light for viewing the nighttime behaviors of a very shy hamster. Like what the fuck? (laughs) That'd be just a great album title. Viewing the nighttime behaviors of a very shy hamster. Someone make it so. Before we play the next track, let's do the Donation of the Beast. This is... All right, guys, it's time for the Donation of the Beast. These are the people who donate to Patreon and donate $6.66. Because Satan told them to. There's Street Cleaner, Orlando rodriguez Neve Moose Knox, Ken Giroux, Till Wild, Straylight, Carm, Blake Peterson, Lucas, Sabios and Renton Brax. Thanks, guys, for donating to Beyond since the evilest amount possible. Although, if anyone wants to outdo them, donate $6,666.66. Or... Six million six hundred and sixty-six thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents. That would be a lovely amount for one of you people to donate. Remember, I'm always looking for an angel investor. That is an investor who is an angel. All right, let's listen to some music and then we will uh, keep going on with whatever this is. So this is "Carry the Beat" by My Faust, which is M Y F. A-U-S-T. Because it sounds like I'm saying something with like a speech impediment. But it's My Faust. this track is called Carry the Beat featuring Charlotte... Is it Savory or Savory? How do you spell Savory? Like if a food is Savory. Hold on here. Because I think Savory is E-R-Y. Savory foods. Oh no, because Savory is Savory. Okay, I'm going to make a decision here. And I'm going to say that her name is pronounced Charlotte Savory. So, if I'm wrong, Charlotte, let me know and I will correct myself because that's what I do. I make mistakes <laughs> all the time. Uh, but anyway, this is a cool song. This is Carry the Beat by My Faust featuring Charlotte Avery. And that was my Faust with the track Carry the Beat featuring Charlotte Savary and that is from the album Dark Rider from 2015 and uh, that of course was brought to you by my lovely $5 Patterson's there's Martin Larby Marco Cranendonk Corey Valentine Timothy Pierce Starlight Fisher Barons of Santa Carla Roll Pod, Tristan Waits and Dana Jean Phoenix. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting Beyond Synth. Let's uh, let's read some more junk emails. All right, so you remember when I was reading uh, reviews of that light bulb? Well, here was another one. <laughs> this is a five star review titled "This light has my hands laying on schedule." <laughs> I have this red light in my chicken coop, programmed to come on around 13 hours before sundown. It comes on at 5 a.m., goes off at 8 a.m. after the sun is up. My hands just started laying and are laying regularly now here in December. It wakes them up because I can see them standing up in the coop after it comes on. I recommend this light for winter, reduced daylight egg laying. The red light also appears to keep my hands from picking at each other. The bulb feels durable and is brighter than I expected for 3 watts, but then a 40-watt incandescent equals about 6 watts LED, so this might be equivalent to around 20 watts incandescent. Perfect brightness, in my opinion. Again, I was looking for a red light to light my studio, and I start reading the reviews, I'm like... What world am I in? Like, am I, I'm the idiot, right? Because I want to use this thing to, like, light up a studio, and meanwhile everyone seems to be using this red light to either fucking spy on hamsters or to make their chickens lay eggs. Like, I'm just like, I never knew this was a thing. I never knew this was a thing. Fucking animal red lights. I mean, we all know about the red light district. Prostitutes. Here's a junk email from Olga Crown. I wish you a nice day. I hope that this message will be delivered to a correct address and you will have it. My name is Olga. I am 29 years old. These days I work as a nurse. I like my position. I think that my task is effective for the society. I like helping people. I desire to meet a man with whom I can feel under safety. I hope every lady wants it. She hopes to see a strong nature in her second half. I seek relationship. I am not inquisitive in a short touch. I don't need to spend my time on it. If you seek the same, we can try to learn each other better. What do you assume? I will wait for your answer. And that was Olga Crown from Rosello D H at Outlook.com. I like Olga because she gets down to brass tacks. You know, not a lot of ladies are just going to lay it out for you, like straight out like that, you know, when they say what they want in their relationships and stuff. I'm not sure what the sentence, I am not inquisitive in a short touch. What do you suppose that means? I am not inquisitive in a short touch. Also, I hope every lady wants it. What, like, I desire to meet a man with whom I can feel under safety. I hope every lady wants it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to go on Tinder, go on dates with ladies and be like, yeah, I'm just looking for a nice lady to settle down with, you know, watch some movies with. I mean, I just hope every man wants it. He's going to get messages back like, what the fuck are you talking about? A. And B, is that even how Tinder works? <laughs> don't forget, I'm an old man. I don't even know how Tinder works, okay? And I never will. So, don't bother telling me. Because it's useless information for me. <laughs> and you're useless for bringing it up, Olga. <laughs> Alright, this isn't necessarily a junk email, but I've had this in the folder, and I don't know what the hell to do with it, so I just want to read them. This was a a meme somebody put up a long time ago. It, was, uh, it said, this is from a 90s baseball video game where a Japanese game designer had to make up a bunch of, quote, American names. And then there's just a list of names that I guess are like sort of Japanese person's idea of what an American name is, and these are great. So it's basically just, you know, it's like a blue screen with just like the names... And uh, here, here are the names that uh, some Japanese designers came up for, um, for baseball players. <laughs> Sleeve McDyckel. <laughs> Spelt like Michael, but with a D instead of an M. S- Sleeve. <laughs> Sleeve McDykel, Onsen Sweeney. Daryl Archideld, <laughs> Anatoly Smorin. Ray McSriff Glenelyn Mixon Mario McRollane Raoul Chamgerlane Kevin Noggleny Tony Smerick (laughs) Bobson... Bobson Dugnut (laughs) Bobson That's amazing Bobson Dugnut Willie Dustus Jeromey Gride Scott Dury Sean Furcati Dean Westray Mike Truck Dwight Roartugel Tim Sandile Carl Dandleton Todd Bonzales and Mike Cernandez. That's like the most realistic sounding one. The one at the end. Mike Cernandez. So, what's your vote for the best one? I think mine goes to, I love Sleeve McDyichel and Bobson Dugnut. I think those are my favorites. Uh, and I'm also partial to Willie Dustus is good. Because it's spelt like justice, except D instead of a J. Dustus. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's listen to some more music. This is a person who goes by the name of Ellen Replay. Get it? It's like Ellen Ripley, except it's Replay. A lot of stuff going on there. I dig that uh, name. This is uh, Ellen Replay with a light in the dark. was a light in the dark by Ellen replay and that's a cool track and of course that's brought to you by my lovely $5 Patterson's there's Stu M night Raptor the Ross Conian Simon Norberg Matthew Lister Dougie Fresh Bobby B cunning Corvid Roman Joe and Lando and Kai Thank you guys for donating to Beyond Synth. And you should do it too. Go to patreon.com/slash Beyond Synth. I do want to point out that there are some new Patreon donors this week. Sorry, the, the chart thing is not fucking organizing correctly. So sometimes I miss out on when, when new people are donating. So there is also new donor to Beyond Synth, Jonathan Binkley with the 236. I love when people donate specific amounts, because it usually means something. So uh, thanks, Jonathan Binkley, for your support of Beyond Synth. You're a cool guy. You get the Binkley thumbs up. And there's Robert James Hanks. Thank you, Robert James Hanks, for donating to Beyond Synth. You're a cool guy. You get the Robert James Hanks thumbs up. And I think those are... The new donors for this week. This thing, see, I'm trying to get it to organize by date, right? So it should say, here's the start date for the people who just joined. But it's not even doing it in order. Like, I'm sorting by date, and it's like there's one date from 2018, there's one from 2017. They gotta clean up their goddamn act, I tell ya. Clean it up good. Anyways, thank you all for uh, your support of Beyond Synth. It means a lot to me, um... So how about this? We'll read one more junk email, we'll play a song, and then I'm gonna have to end the show because this week is so busy for me that I'm surprised I've I can even put this out. So this looks like a pretty typical junk email. This is from Farah Blum. My quest to locate a responsible person to bring my dreams to a reality, hence I took this bold step to contact you through this medium, and I would not like you to take an offense that I am bothering you, since you do not know me, neither have we met before. I am Mrs. Farah Blum from New York, USA, wife to the late Gerald Blum. I have no family, no kids. I lost my husband and my only two kids in an automobile accident five years ago, and it's so sad for me right now because I am very ill. I wonder if Gerald Blum was killed at sport. I have been diagnosed with lung and bronchial cancer, and my doctor said I have short time to live. Since the news of this illness, I have completely lost interest in everything, and my only concern now is how to please God. Maybe I will have the chance to make heaven. What? <laughs> Is that how is that how people phrase that? I just want to make heaven, guys. I picture, like, someone rubbing their hands together. You know, like, when you're about to throw dice? You know, when you when you go out and gamble in those illegal casinos, like, in the back of restaurants? You know, that thing we all do? You know, when you're sitting there like, yeah, big money, big money, and you're, like, rubbing your hands together? I feel like the idea of making heaven is like, we're gonna make it? We're gonna make it? We're gonna make it? Like, anyway. I'm picturing Mrs. Farah Blum rubbing her hands together maniacally because she wants to make heaven. I have decided to give my wealth to an honest person that will use it to do charity work. I have been suffering from cancer for years now, and just recently my doctors diagnosed me and told me I will not live more than the next three months. Having known this, I have to give out all I have to the less privileged with your assistance, since I can no longer move around. Before my husband died, he deposited some funds with the Vault Bank here in the United States, and I had plans to invest his funds into real estate business. But since I can no longer move around, I have decided to donate this fund to charity— orphanage, widows, and the less privileged through an individual that will utilize this money in a godly way. I took this decision because I don't have any child that will inherit this fund and I do not want a situation whereby this money will be used in an ungodly manner. Hence the reasons of taking this bold decision. I am not afraid of death because I have lived a fulfilled life, Upon your response, I will give you all necessary guidelines on how to contact the Vault Bank, where the funds is deposited. I wish you the best. Best regards, Mrs. Farrah Blum. What I like about this is, I am not afraid of death because I have lived a fulfilled life. What does that have to do with anything? I feel like Farrah Blum is trying to work through some issues while she sends this email, and she wants to make it okay. Because really, you could just write this email and say, Hey man, I need you to put some of my funds into charity. But then you, like, sneak in some other stuff in there to make yourself feel better. Like, but we, you know, we go to heaven, right? I mean, things are okay, right? When we die, you know, they're going to upload my brain to the cloud. I mean, you know, like, it's like she's still wrestling with this idea. So it's pretty deep considering, obviously, she's a fictional character that they would go to the trouble of all these, like, superfluous sentences. So, you know, it's like the story of this email is like. Mrs. Farrah Blum, while coming to terms with her own mortality, writes a letter to some stranger to donate money to charity. You know, like, that's the story of the email. And furthermore, no offense to Farrah Blum, but there's no way in hell that money is going to be spent in a godly way. If you know what I mean.
1: Red Light District! Sex!
0: Because that's what people do in the Red Light District. Other things people do under Red Lights force their chickens to lay eggs and spy on hamsters so we've learned a lot today let's uh listen to another track this is a track by Grge. I i don't know if he pronounces this george Gurge, gorge gorge i'm gonna just say g-r-g-e for now buddy if you want to email me g-r-g-e let me know how you uh say this Because uh, it's a cool track, and we're going to listen to it now. This is GRGE with the track Night Ride. by G-R-G-E Gurge Gorge Garge George You be the judge Anyway, go listen to it It's good stuff And remember, you can follow all the artists that I feature on the show Uh, When you listen to the show on SoundCloud or if you listen to the back uh, catalog episodes on YouTube just click on the more info button underneath the episode, and you'll see all the links to the artists, so you can uh, check out their music, their Facebooks, their Twitters, their SoundClouds, their Bandcamps, all that stuff, and support them because they all make uh, cool tracks. All right, so just because that last one was a bit of a downer here, I want to read. A, I just want to find another junk email to read, and we'll end the show with it. It's just a gamble, because I am just reading them in order, so I'm always hoping, like, oh, should I end the show with this one? Then I get this fucking downer by Mrs. fucking Farrah Blum. Oh, I'm about to die! And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, that's not funny. All right, here's one from Mr. Katamali Fargnaskby, who has a very interesting email address. All right. Good day. My name is... Kotomali, for Gnaskbi, from Togo, the son of the president of Togolese. I want to let you know that my father is so sick, which his opposition are happy, praying for him to die. And if my father die, I don't know what will be the plan of the opposition party, if I will take control of power or not. There is some millions my father kept somewhere in our oil mineral resources before he left for treatment and abroad. <laughs> Ah, it's all. It's a run-on sentence. There's no punctuation. <laughs> this is one sentence. Okay. Uh, they're praying for him to die. If my father die, I don't know what will be the plan of the opposition party. If I will take control of power or not. And there is some millions my father kept somewhere in our oil mineral resources before he left for treatment in a board. <laughs> I read that wrong. He said ab- He did not. He did not seek treatment abroad. He left for treatment in a board. <laughs> Something tells me his dad's not gonna get better if that's where he's getting his treatment. <laughs> like, he shows up wearing the hospital gown at the fucking lumberyard like is this what I go to get the, <laughs> to get the treatment? They told me to go aboard. Whackity smackety doo. That was a lumberyard joke. Um Please, can you take care of some of the millions if I and my mother direct you where the money is kept and give you the agreement document? If you will agree, please reply me for me to brief you more on this email. C4447753 at yahoo.pt Mr. Kotamali Foreignascoby. Well, there's a trustworthy email address. (laughs) Fucking c four 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 seven seven five three at yahoo.pt Who is the idiot that is going to read this email and go like, hmm, this seems like an honest guy. I mean, it's bad enough when they already have like stupid Yahoo addresses when they're supposed to be like government agents, but like... (laughs) My name is Kotamale. My email was generated by Robot. I keep bag on toilets. I mean, like, it's ridiculous. Uh, listen, that's the end. I'm done. I, I got to stop this show now. It's, I, I, I The next few weeks, um, we're just going to be taking care of business, uh, which actually helps me out because then I can empty out these folders, which makes me uh, happy because I feel like I'm accomplishing something. So, listen, uh, thank you all for listening to the show. You are great people. And I'm glad uh, that you listen and support the show. It's cool. we got some fun guests coming up. Next week will probably be another music-heavy show. I would like to say the week after we'll be back to normal. Whenever it is, it's a really funny one. I did an episode with Max Thor and, like, (laughs) the conversation got so stupid. (laughs) It's a funny one. Uh, so I, I hope you guys will enjoy that one because it was good and uh, and that's all I have to say so listen uh, thank you very much for listening to Beyond Synth tune in next time and uh, have a great weekend everybody remember that's Beyond Synth do it <laughs> seriously though do it
1: Thanks for listening to Beyond Synth. If you would like to support Beyond Synth, please visit Patreon.com forward slash And don't forget to check out Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, and
0: Instagram. If you want to submit your music for the show, please email it to BeyondSynth at gmail.com. Have a lovely day.